Greetings. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of the Legacy Drawing Board, the podcast journey and experience that wants you to build a stronger, more meaningful legacy by embracing good design principles. I'm your host, Ron Fong. For those of you new to the podcast, I want to be clear in terms of its intent. The intent is based on three principles. The first is, is its vision. That's to have people see themselves and the world through the lens of legacy design and building. The second, it's its mission, to introduce people into the world design and have them emerge as storytellers. And finally, the purpose, the why. There's a perpetual need for leadership that calls us to edify others through enduring relationships. And for those of you who have been listening for a while, I thank you for your support. And I would be very interested in hearing if this podcast, these series, these episodes are starting to make an impact, starting to have you see things differently as you start considering your design, your legacy and in, in incorporating the elements of design into it. Are you discovering your purpose? Are you clarifying your mission? And are you making a commitment to that mission because now you have purpose and clarity? For today's podcast, I'm going to talk about three deadly sins, three deadly sins that will derail your legacy building. I think most of us are familiar with the seven deadly sins. They are lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride. I'm going to focus on the last three, wrath, envy, and pride. The reason why I'm doing that is that these impact relationships. The other four, to a certain extent, they do, or they don't necessarily uh, will. But for wrath, wrath, envy, and pride, there's no doubt about it. They will impact relationships. And as you're building your legacy, as you're incorporating design into your legacy building, it's about relationship. And again, that goes back to the purpose. There's, there's a need for leadership, whether it's leadership in your home, leadership at work, or leadership in your volunteer groups. And you as a leader are called to edify others, to raise others through building enduring relationships. And when wrath, envy, and pride get in the way, you're going to destroy relationships. And that will be your legacy, that you were a person that was only thinking about themselves, a person that really didn't edify anyone, in fact, brought people down, and that you destroyed things. That's your. That's going to be your legacy. Instead of a builder, you are a destroyer. Let's take a look at each of them. Wrath. Define as overflowing rage or fury. And it could begin innocently enough. It could begin with just a sense of justice. There's a sense of right and wrong, and you felt you've been wronged. But because you have a lack of control, or you didn't design control into it, and control, oftentimes, we like to say self-control. But as I've talked about in previous episodes about having a mentor or having a board of counselors, have you built in safeguards for yourself that in order to protect yourself from your, your own worst enemy, which can be you at times? So the fact is that we often talk about blind rage, where you could no longer see. The vision is gone. All you have is this pent-up anger inside you and that anger must be must be released it must be lashed out it must 
you're going to destroy that other person. You're going to get your pound of flesh because that's just all that's in your mind. So the idea is that you're looking for the future. You're looking for win-win situations. You're looking to improve, improve life, not only for yourself or others. That's out the window with wrath. And we talk about people losing their temper, losing control, losing it. And when we see that, we see irrationality. And it's a person that could, it's you know, potentially dangerous. The second one is envy. And that's envy is the jealousy over the blessings and achievements of others. I think it's fine to look around and sort of calibrate. Where am I in life? How are other people doing things? It's always good to ask questions and to realize that you're not the source of all things and you can learn from others. But we tend to see life as a zero-sum game. To have someone wins, then someone has to lose. And once we start comparing ourselves to others, not in terms of asking others for help or asking people how they did it, but in terms of just comparing that person A has something and I don't. And again, it gets to the next one about pride, saying that somehow you deserve it. And that person really didn't deserve it. That person didn't work for it. That person didn't, just doesn't, shouldn't have it. And the thing is that we don't know that. We don't know that about other people. But the fact is that why, why can't we be in a situation? Why can't we have built up ourselves to a point of congratulating people when they do well? Congratulating people when they've been blessed, when they have achieved. Isn't that your, you know, we talk about your vision. You know, where do you see yourself in the world when you come across people who've had success? When you come across people who have had good fortune? Are you going to rejoice with them? Or are you going to be bitter because it wasn't you? Finally, about pride. And that's a self-lifting of one status. We talk about self-sufficiency, which is fine. I mean, we want people to grow in their independence. But not in terms of being aloof and not in terms of being emotionally detached. The sense of pride that... The people that have gone before you, the people that have contributed to your well-being, the people that have helped you get to where you are, all of a sudden now it's pride. It's that you did it, a self-made individual. It's your way or the highway. And that when people come to you, and if you're not put yourself in a place or environment or built in, to listen to people's counsel, not necessarily criticism, but counsel. And when they come because they're concerned about you, they see you going sideways. They want to help. They want to intervene. Yet your pride will get in its way. Your pride will block your ears. Your pride will harden your hearts. Your, 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 your pride will blind you. And these, these sins... These sins, what I call derailments, sort of this unholy trinity of sins that will derail and destroy your legacy. And you have to be on guard for this. And that requires a sense of awareness. My wife 
uh, likes to say that our greatest strength is our greatest weakness. And think about that. Someone one day is admired because they're persistent, but then the next day they become stubborn. One day you are touted because you have an eye for detail. But after a while, when perhaps it starts getting mixed in with pride that you're saying, I'm the guy who knows it all or gal who knows it all, then all of a sudden you become pedantic and you become the letter of the law instead of the spirit of the law. And you're, every T has to be crossed, every I has to be dotted, and you're not going to give anyone any latitude. You're not going to be sympathetic. You're not going to um, dispense grace or mercy. You're going to say this is the way it has to be. It's black and white. Think about it. You have many gifts. You have many strengths. And it's great to keep building upon it. But if you don't have design, if you don't have a clear picture of the direction, and if you don't have a purpose, why are you, you know, what? how are you going to use these gifts that you have, these talents that you have? Are you going to use it for the betterment of others? Are you going to edify others? Are you going to use these gifts so that you could build a long-lasting, sustained, enduring relationship? Or are you going to use these gifts to take advantage of other people? Are you going to use these gifts to get ahead because it's a dog-eat-dog world and you're not going to finish number two. You're not going to be number two. That's where design comes in. And when I refer to design for the new, relatively new listeners or newer listeners, I refer back to, again, Dieter Rams, the uh, influential German industrial designer and uh, the 10 principles of design. And his 10 principles of design are that it's, or three of them, it's that it's useful, it's long-lasting, and it's honest. Your gifts, are you using them in such a way that they're useful, that they benefit other people? Are, they, are you honest? Are you, at times it's okay to have these feelings of wrath, envy, and pride. Be honest about it, saying, I'm struggling with this. I know I shouldn't be feeling this way. I know I should be really happy for you, but I'm having a hard time. It's okay because we're human, but you're being honest. And once you're being honest, then others will see that and they'll want to help you. They'll want to help you in long lasting. Again, it's one of those things where you can chase and get what you want. Get that corner office, get that big promotion. But if you have left behind just a litany of charred uh, relationships, then was it really worth it or is that going to be your legacy? This gets back to, you know, our, our greatest strength being our greatest weakness and how we have to guard against it. There is a Cherokee parable that encapsulates this. There was a grandfather who was teaching his grandson about life. And the grandfather tells his grandson, there's a fight that's going on inside me. It's a terrible fight. And it's between two wolves. One is evil. He is angry, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. And he continues. 
The other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person too. Wide-eyed, the grandson thought about it for a moment, and he asked, he asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? And the grandfather simply smiled and said, the one that you feed. The energy that you have, these wolves that are inside you, which one are you feeding? And how are you feeding it? What is your design in terms of this? Have you laid out what you thought you were going to do when you come to crossroads? When all of a sudden, that irritation sparks into anger and it burns like an inferno into a rage, a fury, and you are now exhibiting wrath. That vengeance is yours, fire shooting out of your eyes. Have you thought about that? Have you ever been in those situations? And if you have, what have you learned from it? What have you said to you? What have you said to yourself that I'm not going to get in that position again? Or when I do, here are my safeguards. This is what I'm designing. And that's what I think is so important about your legacy building. It has to be designed. It has to be intentional. It has to be detailed without being pedantic. And it's about the details of understanding this is going to happen to us. We're human. We're flawed. We have feet of clay. But that doesn't mean that we can't aspire to be something better. And that's a wonderful legacy. When you demonstrate to people that you are getting better each day with each moment. Envy, it's so easy to get be envious now because of uh, what we see in you know, social media. We see uh, stars, you know, raking in, not Russian raking in, they earn it. Stars earning, you know, tens of millions of dollars and they're gleaning the glamorous life. People are just uh, admirations, legions of fans, or even your colleague who got perhaps just a, a nice acknowledgement during a presentation. When someone does something well, we should admire we should strive for greatness we should keep pushing each other in, in, in not in a competitive maniacal way but we should push each other in an encouraging way to be better that when someone sets a standard then you say you know what i want to build on that or i want to build on that a person has maybe done a fair amount of heavy lifting and let me build upon that because then when you build upon that you're actually acknowledging that person's work so it is, you know, it is competition, but it's a competition in a healthy way in which, again, we understand that where we, where, how we got to where we are was because of other people are willing to give us the time and made investments in us. That envy is that, again, when someone does something well, when there's good fortune someone, we should congratulate, we should rejoice and say, this is fantastic. Something good is happening. Someone had got a raise. Fantastic. Now he can, uh, he or she can take better care of their family or their elderly parents. 
so-and-so got uh, acknowledged in the paper. Well, it's fantastic. Now people know more of the good works and perhaps that will draw more people to that person's um, vocation. That now that more people know about that charity and that that will be helping even more. And pride, you know, pride comes before fall. And the proud, the haughty, they're, they're just, you know, at the end, I'm not sure what it serves. And people say, well, you know, he's a proud individual, won't ask for help. Okay, then what? That person is still stuck there, not moving any better. And if they are just going to rely on themselves and they don't have the resources and they realize they don't, they don't have resources and they're not going anywhere, then isn't that just insan insanity? Your, 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 your blind spots, your pitfalls, your deadly sins, whatever you want to call them, be on guard because they will strike at all of us because we're human. And there's no guarantee that you will not succumb to these sins. We all will to a certain degree. But by listening now and having you think, as you go through your life, as you're going through the stages of your life, are you have you recently graduated and you've gotten a job? Have you recently gotten married? Have a, a child into another stage where you're an empty nester or perhaps on the verge of retirement? All these things, all these seasons of change. The more things that come across your plate, the more opportunities you will to succumb to these because life is full of decisions and you got to make a decision one of the decisions is goes back to that Cherokee parable which wolf will you feed one of the key decisions you are unique you are blessed with talents that other people don't have you have a worthwhile story to tell and many times the greater enemy is not external the greater enemy is internal and to fight that inner demon others can help you but you need to take the lead on that you need to be the leader in terms of keeping your own demons your inner demons at bay have you thought about that and that's why i talk about you know there's always this call for leadership so leadership is not necessarily being the head of a corporation Leadership's not necessarily being the governor or state. I mean, those, 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 yes, they do qualify. But when you don't think of yourself as a leader, then you are leaving yourself vulnerable. You are a leader. You're the leader of your emotions. You're the leader of your actions. You're the leader of your words, your thoughts, your deeds. And that's why it's important that you start seeing yourself as a leader, that you start thinking of design and, and tell people stories, share stories of people. And that means that you're gonna to have to dispense with your pride. Share stories when you were down and out. Share stories when you were just in an abyss. Those stories will humanize you, they'll They'll build bridges because people will say, oh, my goodness, this person has gone through, you know, a terrible tragedy or 
It's gone through a trial, tribulation. And yet, in the midst of that, they were thinking about others because they didn't want others to make the same mistake. They were willing to share their stories. Perhaps at first they felt shamed, but they're willing to share their stories because they said, this happened for a reason. And I want to share this because I don't want people to, I want people to learn because I've learned. And I don't want people to have to learn the lesson the hard way. That's leadership because you are edifying others. You're lifting up others in order that you could spare them some pain. And that's a wonderful legacy to leave if you are an individual who can be great for you to overcome wrath, envy, and pride, or at least keep them at bay, or talk about them and talk about your struggles with them so that other people know, other people will be struggling, and they see that they're not alone in their struggles. All right. I want want you to be able to express your unique gifts and talents in a purposeful, meaningful way without being derailed. If you're interested in exploring how to build your legacy through design, I invite you to visit my website and sign up for a complimentary session of how we can work together. The website is truenorthshepherding.com and I invite you, the audience, because you're the reason why this podcast came about. I invite the audience, whether you're new or a seasoned listener, to contact me. And my email is rfong at truenorthshepherding.com. I would love to hear your stories because you are a storyteller. I would love to hear your story of how you discovered your purpose, how you're starting to be able to clarify your vision. And because there is a distillation of purpose and a crystallization of vision, you no longer have distractions, and now you can make a commitment to your mission. I want to hear your powerful stories. I want to hear them so I can be inspired, and I know I will be inspired by them. I want to hear how you are building your legacy one day at a time, one thought at a time, one deed at a time one word at a time, and you are doing so. And you should be commended, you should be encouraged, and you should be acknowledged. Share your stories. When we start sharing stories, they gain. They gain in relevance. They gain in power. The My next episode, I'm going to talk about uh, that life. Is, it may be a marathon, but I think it's more of a decathlon. And I hope to have that episode out on December uh, 4th. I'm recording this on Saturday. I think this is the 18th, right? This uh, November 18th. Uh, next week, I'll be traveling for Thanksgiving. So I'll be taking a week off from the podcast schedule. And during this Thanksgiving, many things to be grateful for. And one thing I am grateful for, the people, you, the audience, who is listening and who is Encourage me with your comments and encourage me in so many other ways. So I am very, very grateful for, for your time. I wish all of you a very happy Thanksgiving and safe travels. 
and look forward to catching up with you on December 4th. Until then, please give your legacy the time and attention it deserves because when you do, we all benefit. <laughs>